You've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and supporting the Black Man with a Gun Show. This week, I got a special guest. Yeah, his name is Maj Torre. Black Guns Matter. MJ Woodland brings up some tips. We got some Armed Citizens news. And I got a little news of my own. Stick around and see what's going down. Blackmanwithagun.com Ken Blanchard's Pro-Gun Podcast Since 2007, formerly known as the Urban Shooter Podcast, you're listening to the Black Man with a Gun Show. I'm your host, Ken Blanchard, and I am having a good time right now. Thank you for being with me again. I got an outstanding show for you. And after John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance, we're going to get on with episode 485. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, here we are. It's episode number 485. Only 15 more weeks until the big 500. I'll get back to that in a minute. In 1991, I had hopes of starting a firearms training business that would save lives. I knew that education and, quote, guts got my ancestors off the plantations, and it was the very same thing that was going to set them free today once they understood their constitutional rights. You know, free men own guns, slaves do not. But it is more than just the Second Amendment with people of color. We have bought into a system of dependency that lasted far past the institution of slavery. We have become professional consumers. Folks get rich off of us. We have adopted a victim mindset. It has become like Orwellian groupthink. I was castigated, demonized, and then ignored. How dare I promote the arming of black men? How dare I help black men kill each other? These weren't strangers talking either. I couldn't teach tactics. I couldn't qualify security guards and police for armed duty until I first freed the minds of my people. I found out that people only change their minds for two reasons. Their minds are open or their heart has been broken. My mind was open to all the history behind the right to keep and bear arms. I became engrossed in it, a fanatic about it wanted to know every little thing I could find. My mind was open to all the people that didn't look like me, that welcomed me, that taught me, that shared with me, that broke bread with me. And then I saw the ugliness that exists in our country. I saw the real enemy. Ignorance is viral. Nothing goes viral better than ignorance. I've gone head to head with Reverend Al Sharpton on his television show. I've had my successes for our side, but I didn't have a cut plan. I wandered and tried my hand at a thousand different things. I created groups, clubs, and businesses. I have failed at more things than I can remember. I have, quote, friends that remind me of that fact every now and then. But this journey has taught me sociology, anthropology, and psychology in a way a class never could. 
I learned my strengths along the way. I know I love to create. I love to podcast. I love to encourage. I learned to test things. I learned to experiment. I became a risk taker. But I have been in different stages. I've been an adventurer, a militant, a defender, an agitator, a motivator, and a spectator. I've realized that everybody can't be saved. I've learned that everyone doesn't listen. I have learned that it is, according to Luke 4.24, hard to be a prophet in your own land. I created the website blackmanwithagun.com back in 1999, and it should be bigger than Huffington Post if I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. I stopped training and began speaking, evangelizing, but it didn't come from the street. I grew up poor in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., with a strong country Christian background. And I say country instead of rural, because rural just doesn't sound right to me. But that's what it was. My generation created the hip-hop culture, but I checked out when it became gangster. I was trying to get the American dream, fighting 400 years of oppressive thinking. And like my friend tells me all the time, I got in my own way. I'm harder on myself than any troll on the internet could be. Well, that was then, and this is now. I'm a lot wiser now. I got the scars to prove it. I am comfortable, though, in my own skin. Not going to try to be anybody I'm not. I know I'm a nurturer. I'm a cheerleader for justice. I am a motivator. I am the pastor of patriots, pistoleros, and paladins. I have made real friends in this artificial world called online. I have seen the ins and outs of the gun community. I know the players. Now, there are some new soldiers in the fight, and I'm glad to see it. They are up to fighting the fight that needs to be fought in the hearts and minds of all people. And one of them just recently earned my respect with a single phone call. I heard a lot about people talking about this dude. And a lot of folks are talking, but they really aren't saying anything. So I got high hopes for our next guest. His name is Maj, Maj Torre. He's planning a city tour to help stop the ignorance that I said was spreading like a virus. Stupid is contagious. He said stuff to let me know he's not just another gun guy talking tough and taking selfies holding his AR. I know the opposition that he's facing. He'll be ignored by just about everybody that should be embracing him. The best part of it is he expects it and he still keeps moving. He's been talked about on The Blaze, The Amaland, Lock and Load Radio, my friend Bill Frady. He's even made it to NPR. And you're going to hear him next on this, the Black Man with a Gun podcast. This portion of the show is sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com. Crossbreed Holsters has gained national recognition as a maker of the best and most functional concealment holsters available on the market today. Each holster is handcrafted to ensure your firearm is safe and secure while carrying, combined with the best customer service in the industry. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. I have on the live line with me, Maj Torre. Maj, welcome to the Black Man with a Gun Show. Good to be here. Man, tell me what you're doing for those who haven't heard about you. Well, what we're doing, uh, we, we created an organization called Black Guns Matter. 
we go to, you know, urban areas where second and we, you know, share the uh, Second Amendment information and, and inform people in those demographics about their rights. Uh, firearm safety training and education. That's what we're about. And that's what, you know, we we on the ground doing it. In a grassroots way, right? Absolutely. I mean, not to me, until you get larger and have more resources, that's the only way you got to touch the people. If you if you're too far in your ivory towers, you know, you're missing a lot of levels. You know, so especially in the beginning, it's, it's, it's essential that you, you know, you reach out to your demographic, the people. They got to touch you. It has to be real. If if it's not, if they can sense the inauthentic nature of anything, they don't really want it. And, you know, you can't, it's better to serve the people when you understand them and when they understand you. So the grassroots is always the best to me, especially in the beginning. All right. Now, where'd you get this from? This this isn't no book learning. How did you, how did you figure that out? Um, Just trial and error, life, some book learning. You know, absolutely some book learning, um, absolutely some finding books. Oh, OK, this is what this book is. I'll read this. You know, this book is on that, you know. So, yeah, some book learning in there, but it's 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 a, it's a triad. It's, it's book sense, common sense and street sense, you know, and being in different cities and understanding, seeing the similarities, you start to pick up quick. You know, slang word might be a different word in a different city, but it means the same thing. So the energy behind it, you know, you can pick that up on quick. And sometimes we're in spaces where. You know, your very life might depend on your ability to read situations. So, you know, when you apply all of these things together and then start looking for solutions, you know, you develop in a, in a very uh, productive way. As a musician, you kind of use that same stuff in your in your music, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, it's like jazz. It's improvisational. It's, you know, it's, it's ebb and flow. It's some structure, but you can still, you know, come out of that structure and, you know, and then come back to it when you need it. You know, and that's the beauty of hip hop music. That's the beauty of any type of art form, to be honest. You know, it's a balance between rigid structure and, you know, fluidity, you know. So I apply that same philosophy to, you know, everything that I do. You have to, because otherwise you're either going to be too stagnant, you know, still, or you're too all over the place. So it has to be that ebb and flow, that balance. The Second Amendment, why is it a big deal? How would you pick up second, on it? Well, Second Amendment is a big deal because it's, it's the amendment that allows you to defend your other amendments, your other rights, your other, you know, uh, beliefs, your other values. You know, you, you can say, <clears throat> I always use the example of like, okay, if the zombie apocalypse happens and you're gathering all of these supplies and you don't have a firearm, you're just gathering up supplies for the people with the guns, you know, so... All of the things that you hold near and dear and you value, they need at some point to be defended. You know, and if you're in a situation where you cannot defend those values, then it is what it is. So it's it's nothing really to that. The Second Amendment is about defending yourself, defending your family against, you know, tyrants, any type of tyrannical situation. That's what we're here to, you know, defend against. So you can have all of the other ones. You have your right to freedom of speech. But if someone comes and, you know, shoot your house up because you said that and you had no way to defend yourself, you'll start thinking real quick about your, you know, your right to freedom of speech. So you got to, you got to, you got to weigh that, you know, you got to be something behind them words. It can't always just be, you know, nice words and good intentions. As a, as a person of color, did you grow up like this? this was it like hunting taught to you at a young age or how did you come into this, this thinking? Nah, it was no hunting. I mean, I'm, I'm from North Philly. I mean, not, not, not in a hunting gatherer sense, you know, but no, nah, I was just seeing, seeing different things, going to different parts of the country, seeing, you know, 
why this thing is presented one way to one people and uh, different to another, you know, and then just wanting to create a solution for that. You know, it's too many things going around that if you're paying attention, if you're paying attention, you can see, you know, highly organized systems. These are not accidents. You know, so when you start to pay attention to them, you know, them, them commonalities and, oh, it's, it's only different over here. Why is there only a Whole Foods on this side of town? Why is there no Whole Foods on that side of town in every city? You start to put them things together and now it just becomes, okay, how can I solve that? You know, so that's just, that's just time though. Time borders here. Time going to take us away. So during this time, you just got to pay attention, you know, and then apply the solutions to the things that you see if you want to. If not, you could just, you know, put your head in the sand, watch TV or whatever, you know, but not. we, we built, we built a little bit different, especially coming from Philly or any blue collar city, you know, hard work is hard work, you know, it's intelligent decisions is the tel- intelligent decision. So if, if you want to do that work and if you're up for it, it's there for you to do. You just gotta, you know, put your nose to the grindstone. How is the, um, the training going? You're getting good, uh, results right now. Yeah. The training is going excellent. Um, there's so many people that show up, you know, to the classes. Sometimes we have to kind of meter it a bit because, you know, we don't we, we don't want to be over capacity. But, um, you know, the trainings are going great. People are open-minded. I mean, I've gotten no, you know, resistance, really. It's been all love and support because, for the most part, people – it would be different if they didn't like it. They, Philly will tell you, yo, we don't like that. We, we're not rocking with it. We don't want this. Philly will also tell you, yo, I like that. You know, it's a, it, it's a very honest town in that sense. So everywhere we go, people are going, oh, man, I, I can't. I saw your thing on Facebook. I saw your thing on Instagram. I love it. I'm coming to the class. And then those people come to the class. You know, so it's been received very well. You know, we're trying to link up with larger organizations that want to put some money up behind it, too, as well. You know, people that want to support, even share the message, spread it on social media. But the training is going great. I mean, Jose and his staff over there at the Philly Firearms Academy are just they top notch you know so it's going excellent I mean I could not have asked for a better start or a better city to start in in that sense so it's been going wonderful so tell me about your first start what did you do how'd you get how'd you get there well we just got one I just started looking at okay who can we go partner up with you know and who's reputable who knows their stuff who's who's centrally located and that's how we got to Jose. And, you know, a few years ago, I sat and I talked with him, you know, started as a five minute conversation, turned into a couple of hours. And we had, you know, similar ideologies. He had just has way more technical understanding than I do. You know, he's a certified NRA certified instructor. So, you know, he has he's supposed to. You, you got to find people that are smarter than you in their lane. You, you can't do everything yourself. So I find groups of people and individuals that are way better than me. And I'm a translator, so I just get those people together and then bring the general public who has no knowledge of any of those lanes to those people and then let those experts teach the people. That's what I do. So, And that's how we started. And so seeing that Jose was down, we came up with the plan. We started executing it. You know, we learn each time we make a move, we figure out how we can refine it, get better, you know, and we attack again, you know. And, and that's how it essentially started, and that's how we're going to do it in the remaining 12 cities. All right, so your tour, where are you going to go? Oh, man, that first, in a few weeks, we're going to go to Baltimore within the next few weeks because all of the craziness that's going down there. Actually, the Department of Justice today on CNN released, you know, they they did a study on Baltimore and their findings and their independent investigation turned that 
Baltimore has had really horrible, I mean, we already knew this, but really horrible race relations, uh, the amount of African-American people that have been pulled over, stopped, frisked, arrested, you know, civil civil uh, liberties violations. The Department of Justice, you know, conferred, you know, with what everybody in the hood was saying, like, yo, they're not handling this right. And so, you know, it was a big thing. And, and I mean, it's good that these things are highlighted on, you know, the, the network news and all of those different things. It's something we knew for a while. That's why we have to fix it with the information, the education, and the training, you know. But um, that's why we're going to Baltimore first. And, you know, not long after that, when we get to our $9,000 goal for the GoFundMe page, we're shooting over to Chicago, no pun intended, you know. But we're getting over there because the murders is outrageous. And it seems as if nobody else wants to – they don't have the balls to go there themselves and do it. So we're going to do it. Like everybody's pretending like this isn't happening or they're saying, oh, it's so crazy over there, but nobody's dropping no money. Nobody's going over there to fix this, this, you know, the problem. So we're going to go there with the solution. We're going to talk to some of the gang members. We're going to talk to some of the law enforcement. We're going to f- create, you know, comprehensive, practical solutions for the situation. We ain't going to really cry about it. We're going to get in our hands dirty. We're going to go there and we're going to, you know, help save some lives. So that's the second city up. The next thing about it is um, we don't really, you know, I mean, we have, I can run down a list for you, you know, Houston, Columbus, Newark, Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, Compton, Oakland, Houston, you know, Atlanta, Baltimore, whatever, New Orleans. But the unfortunate part is we don't know which one's going to be after Chicago because it's based on where we need to go the most. And there's a lot of murders and, you know, law enforcement, corrupt portions of law enforcement handling people improperly. So that may change. After Chicago, it might not be New Orleans. It might be, you know, St. Louis because something foolish like Ferguson happened over there again. You know, so that's the unfortunate part, but it don't really matter. We're going to go wherever the work takes us, wherever we need and the people need us to come and help inform and link them with reputable people so they know even when we leave, they can go there as a hub and a source in their own community, you know, and we're going to do it 12 more times. What's the link for the GoFundMe page? Uh, so GoFundMe.com backslash Black Guns Matter. Oh, easy and that's the, um, anybody that anybody that wants to donate five dollars, ten dollars, you know, Coleon Noir donated a thousand dollars from you know himself. That's the uh, marksman over at the NRA. You know, he has his own show over there. I want to salute to him. You know, because to to date he's made the largest donation. You know, and I've heard people say things like, oh, you sure that the NRA and Coley on New War? Listen, they put their money where their mouth is. So anything else after that, you know, I don't really care about. You know, but um, anybody that wants to go support the GoFundMe page can go. If you want to go buy the T-shirt, you know, Solutionary Big, you know, dot Big Cartel, they can go get the Black Guns Matter tees over there. All of my social media, you know, the stuff is there, at Maj2Ray on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Any way that they want, the people want to get at me that want to help, that want to assist. If you're an NRA certified instructor, if you're a marksman, markswoman, if you deal in self-defense, if any city that you're in, if you want us to come there, you know, reach out to us, figure out how we can start, you know, promoting this campaign via social media, you know, get those donations up so we can come because we're not waiting until we get to the, the you know, the, the, the total goal. We're going to Baltimore, and I, we're not even halfway, you know, we're not even a quarter of the way of where we want to be. But we're going to use the money that people have already given us, and we're going to Baltimore. Then we're going to Chicago, you know. So uh, the Black Guns Matter uh, GoFundMe page is up. Everybody can donate. Um, leave us comments. We I read all of them, every single one of them, every single one of them. I get a notification. I look at it. I respond. 
You have to touch the people. You have to serve the people. Or are you just, you know, a negative opportunist? And we ain't about that. Man, that was probably the strongest 10 minutes I have heard on this show in a long time, dude. <laughs> Thank I'm, you, like, I'm, I'm like, wow. <laughs> My pockets is flat, though, so I can't even do like, like Cody on it. <laughs> but I'll I do what I can on the other end. No doubt. Let's see. What have I not asked you? Uh, let's talk music for a minute. Sure. What's the difference between hip-hop and rap? Rap is rhythm and poetry. Hip-hop is culture. Hip-hop is five elements. Hip-hop is, you know, you know, breakdancing, uh, emceeing, uh, lyrics. You know, it's, it's, it's a culture. It's how you dress. It's how you think. You know, it's a, it's a part of, you know, fighting against social tyranny you know, is a, is a, is a, it's part of hip hop culture, you know? So that's the difference. Rap is what you do. You know, hip hop is what you live, you know? And that's, that's the basic difference there. <laughs> if, if we was in church, I would go preach, preach. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, man. Good job. Um, 12 city tour, go on where people need to go. You call yourself the solutionary, and that's that's a, a really cool word, man. Thank you. You got a team of people. How many people is that? A big group, a small group? Uh, I mean, we're small now. Um, I don't even check the stats. I know I get a gang of our membership list goes, you know, on and on. I'm just not a fan of lists. I don't I don't feel like people. If you want to be a part of it, you'll be a part of it. You'll you'll do the work. You know, I'm just not a, I'm not a huge fan. And, you know, my, my PR team and my guys tell me a lot, man, you got to be more on the list. Nah, the people, anybody that wants to come participate in, and help and do the work, you're already a member of Black Under Matter. You know, if you bought the shirt, you're a member. You know, if you donate it, you're a member. You know, if you if you retweet, if you repost, and this is something that you want to associate yourself with, you're a member. Now, if you want to make it more formalized, you know, our website, you know, you can do that. You can get us on social media. You can do all of those different things. And that helps, no doubt, you know, but bigger than that. And just, you know, sometimes people are big groups, but are you really touching the people? So what bigger than that is if you and, you know, you hear my voice right now and you're in a whole nother market than I am. You, yeah. Reach out, do the work. We'll send you the information and link you with reputable people in your neighborhood. And then you start taking that on yourself. And then you're a member of Black Lives Matter. You know, I don't care if you're black, white, green. I don't care if you're an alien. If you came out of the sky and you want a T-shirt, you as the UFO flying alien are a member of Black Guns Matter. So, you know, <laughs> we got to get that, we got to look at it that way, man. This is open to everyone that wants to do the work, that wants to preserve their, you know, their liberties. That's that's the biggest key. Mm. Second Amendment is tied to politics. How are yeah. you? How are you hooked up to it? By doing the work. I, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have like a, you know, like, oh, I can only deal with this group of people. I can only such and such. I mean, Second Amendment doesn't really know a color, you know, so I don't really view it that way. Um, as far as politics, politics starts locally. Just doing the work, just making better decisions. Politics is the ability to secure, maintain and expand on your interests. I am interested in saving people's lives in my community across the country. You know, so in that sense, I'm, you know, I'm politically, act, you know, involved, 
But as far as like running for office, eh, everybody asks me that. But nah, not right now, man. We got too much work to do, you know. And sometimes that that political process is is like truncated and like it's a, it's a yeah, it's like so much red tape, man. I I rather just move with the people that want to do the work, you know, or people that need the work, you know. And that's what we're gonna do. So in that sense, that's how I'm politically aligned. You know, and being politically savvy and being knowing when to use diplomacy, knowing you when to use force, knowing when not to use force, knowing how to, you know, conflict resolution. These are all key components of what we deal with at Black Guns Matter. This is what we teach, you know. So in that sense, absolutely, I'm politically involved. As far as a, a party, nah, not so much. All right. You said conflict resolution and some other parts other than firearms training. So right. when, you, when you're doing your 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 tour is this the stuff that's coming up yes absolutely um it, it, it has to be it has to be something that comes up because everything doesn't go directly to the firearm i mean it's good to know the safety and training components of it no doubt but you know even justifiable use of deadly force you you, you can't if the person's running away you can't shoot them just because they was in your house and they running away it's, it's not that does not justify that property loss does not justify taking that person's life so there's other thought processes that go along with before you get to the trigger. That's why we reach out to law enforcement and we're open if they want to come and sit in and learn some of this stuff because clearly some of those guys aren't handling it that way. They're doing very, you know, deadly force first things. You know, they're continuum of force. They go right to that, you know. So we train our people to be aware and prepared and capable if it goes that direction. But if not, there's so many ways that you can get out of situations and lean them a different direction before it goes that way, you know. So, and that's that's where our conflict resolution piece comes in. How long you been doing this stuff, man? I don't even know, man. It's all a blur. It's like I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just this is my vocation. This is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, I don't know. I mean, just uh, it just it's starting to take on a blur now because. You know, the people are asking for this. They need it. And if you got some, you know, supply and demand, if they're demanding it, I have to supply them. I got to get them that information. I have to. I've committed myself to this at this point. That's all right. That's all right. All right, man. I will be hooking up with you in Baltimore, I do hope. and uh, No doubt. And you'll hear from you again because you already said more in a few minutes and I don't heard it in a long time no doubt I ain't I ain't pulling your leg dude I'm telling you I've, I've heard some folks talk I've interviewed people on this show for seven years um, and right. I I have entertained having other people on that look like me but the stuff they said wasn't going to go further than down the street what you're saying right. is huge and, and my hat's off to you man I'm really really proud to have you on this show Thank you. I appreciate that, good sir. All right. I got Maj from Black Guns Matter, and you will be hearing about this guy a lot in the future. Stay tuned. No doubt. Hey, is it, is it possible that I can play some of your music on this show? Yeah, good. Play whatever. Play metaphysics. They'll really like that. <laughs> you got it. Thank no you, doubt. sir. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. This portion of the show has been brought to you by the United States Concealed Carrying Association. 
The USCCA has been providing education, training, and self-defense insurance to responsibly armed Americans since 2003. Join Tim Schmidt and myself here at usconcealedcarry.com. Next up, my friend and brother from another mother, Michael J. Woodland. Hit it, Big Mike. Thank you, Ken, and welcome to another tip segment. I am Michael Woodland of m-wtactical.com, and today we're going to discuss faster follow-up shots. Earlier this week, I had the same question given to me by two different people. How and what can be done to get my shot faster? This is easy as pie. There are many factors that play a part in making your follow-up shots faster. Your stance, grip, sight picture, and trigger pull are all important to making your follow-on shots faster and, more importantly, making them count. Last week, we talked about your stance. And since I like to be comfortable, I place my feet and body in a position as if I'm guarding someone, like in basketball or in a fighter stance. I call this the sports person stance. Feet comfortable distance apart, with a slight bend in my knees, slightly bending over at the waist, head straight up and level, arms extended not to the extent of locking my elbows, my dominant eye is acquiring my sight alignment and sight picture, and my finger placement is in a comfortable position where I can pull the trigger straight back. To break it down for you, doing all these measures in the right manner will minimize recoil, giving better control of the firearm to get the front sight on target to pull the trigger for follow-on shots. Now, when we go to control the grip of the firearm, you want to get the webbing of your dominant hand as high into the beaver tail of the firearm, pointing your thumb in the direction of the barrel, index finger resting on the frame just below the slot, and the three fingers wrapped around the pistol grip comfortably. With your non-dominant hand, you will see a pocket you created on the non-dominant side of the firearm. With your non-dominant hand, place the heel of your palm closer to the thumb in the pocket resting under the dominant thumb. This is where I say put the puzzle together. If done correctly, your non-dominant hand with your four fingers extended will be pointing to the ground at a 45 degree angle. Just take those four fingers and wrap them around your dominant three fingers and your grip is established. At this time, you have to discover how your grip works for you. Some people like to squeeze the life out of their handgun, where others like to grip it like they're holding a hammer. Different grips will give you different results when shooting, but only you can discover what will work for you. Now we discovered what grip works for us, and we have our sportsperson stance down packed. But the final part is to discover which way the recoil is going to take the firearm so we can get back on target. Keep in mind, if you are doing everything properly, there will be minimum recoil, and after a few times behind the firearm being fired, you will discover how you respond to the recoil. This minimum shift should be a small one dependent on how your grip is applied. Remember, when we pull the trigger, we do not let it go all the way out. Once the initial pull is taken and you have the trigger all the way to the rear, slowly let it out until you hear or feel a metallic click 
or vibration on the release. Do not go past the point and keep the pressure, and when you are ready, pull the trigger again. This breaking point will also reduce the wobble of the firearm and also make your shot faster versus completely releasing to the original start position of the trigger. If you practice everything we talked about and apply these techniques, you will see a vast improvement in your follow-on shots. Like everything else, dedicate time to getting better. Because this is something that will not stick with you over the course of time, like the old saying goes, if you don't use it, you will lose it. Visit us on Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical in the search bar. Hit the like button and join the discussions of the post. If you are into photos, follow me on Instagram at MJ Woodland, where you can get an up-close and personal involvement of what I'm doing, whether in the military or out shooting somewhere close to you. If you are not internet savvy, we have that covered also. Go to www.m-wtactical.com where you can easily connect with us and any of the previously discussed social platforms while reading about us, looking at pics, viewing future classes, ordering products, or even listening to the current week of the Black Man with a Gun podcast. For the totally old school, just call 803-250-1256 and let's discuss whatever is on your mind from shooting classes or just inviting us out to your event. Until next week, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun. Back to you, Ken. Thank you, Big Mike. Check out his site at m-wtactical.com. Mike is a active duty service person and a really cool guy. Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color. This week on the Black Man with the Gun show, we have some armed citizen stories from around the country. Our first one is from Memphis, Tennessee, where a woman pulls a gun on a would-be carjacker. A Frazier woman stopped a carjacking when police said she pulled her pistol on the suspect. Police said the woman was gathering belongings in her car when the suspect came up to her. It's likely that he didn't know she was packing a pistol. Neighbor Ricky Hammett said his pistol would definitely come out if confronted by a carjacker. Quote, if I get the chance, I'm pulling, he said. I mean, that's just protecting myself, end quote. The attempted carjacking happened in the middle of the morning along Millington Road in Frazier. Police said the suspect, with one hand in his pocket simulating a weapon, aggressively ordered the woman to get out of her car. That's when she pulled a gun out and he ran away. Maybe that's what people need to do, you know, for protection, Hammett said. You know, they want to take guns from people now, but in reality, you need something to defend yourself. It's bad out here, neighborhood Eric Sherbermahorn said. Some neighbors said she did the right thing, even though they don't carry guns for themselves. Stay home, watch kids, take care of things. If something comes to my home, I'll take care of it. But other than that, I don't carry no weapon, Schumerhorn said. Police usually suggest cooperating with any suspect in order to avoid getting hurt. That risk was one this woman was willing to take. That's the way it has to be, Hammett said. Suspect Mariko Ford is in jail with a $75,000 bond. Record shows he lives just a few blocks from the victim. Next story comes from Chicago. Four people, dog stabbed during a Buffalo Grove home invasion. CBS Chicago reporting. 
Four people and their family dog were stabbed early Wednesday when two masked men broke into their home in the north suburban Buffalo Grove. Police said the homeowner grabbed a handgun during the home invasion and opened fire, chasing off the suspects. Just after midnight, police responded to a home invasion in the 400 block of St. Mary's Parkway and found several windows had been broken and the front door had been forced open. Officers discovered a bloody scene inside. Witnesses told police that two masked attackers had broken in and a man armed with a large hunting knife repeatedly stabbed a 49-year-old homeowner. Three other people and the family's German shepherd were also stabbed. During the struggle, the homeowner retrieved a handgun and opened fire, causing the attackers to run away. It's pretty shocking, neighborhood Bob Myers said. This neighborhood is very, very quiet. We've lived here for 30-plus years, and this stuff just doesn't happen here. Just doesn't happen. Police have not said what the apparent motive for the attack was, but said it didn't appear to be a random crime. All four people who were stabbed, who are between 16 and 49 years old, were taken to hospitals. The homeowner remained hospitalized Wednesday morning, but his injuries were not considered life-threatening. The other three victims have been released. The wounded dog was taken to a veterinarian for treatment. Police said witnesses gave a description of the attackers, and wheeling police officers located, located suspects matching the descriptions provided. Officers also found a large bloodstained knife in their possession. Three persons of interest were taken in for questioning, but no charges had been filed as of 7 a.m. And this was August 10th, 2016. Our last story for this week comes from Southwest Miami-Dade. That's in Florida. Homeowner shoots a suspected motorcycle thieves. Southwest Miami-Dade, Florida. Two would-be thieves had their eyes on a motorcycle parked outside of a Southwest Miami-Dade home early Tuesday morning. However, their alleged plan to steal went south when a homeowner got to them first. According to Miami-Dade police, a homeowner shot at two young men who tried to steal a motorcycle on their property located on Southwest 86th Court just before 4 a.m. Tuesday. The whole ordeal was caught on a home security camera from a nearby house. In the video, two bright flashes of light appear in succession before someone appears to be running away. No one was hit by the gunfire, but the home across the street was damaged by a bullet. One hole was spotted in the side of the house. Wow, I was just wondering what it was, said neighbor David Exter, who lives in the house. Residents were woken up in the middle of the night to the sound of gunfire and are still in shock. Something like that would happen in their neighborhood. It's a quiet neighborhood, said Exter. Good neighborhood, nothing happens here, said Brent Cameron. You can leave the door open. That's not good. A BMW motorcycle was parked right out in front of the home. However, police have yet to disclose whether this bike was a target of the alleged thieves. A man who opened the door of the home where the shots were fired declined to comment on the incident. Police that have been suspected of trying to steal the bike are between the ages of 19 and 25 years old and fled the scene in a white Nissan Altima and a white van. If you have any information on this attempted theft, please call Miami-Dade Crime Stoppers at 305-471-TIPS. Remember, you can always remain anonymous and you may be eligible for a $1,000 reward. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Dylan Precision. Reloaders, reloading equipment, bullet reloading, and bullet reloaders. Check out DylanPrecision.com. All right, that means that's it for this week, but I want to let you know that uh, with only 15 more episodes after this one, that brings us up to, uh, I got to grab a calendar, 
500. I think I'm going to stop counting after 500. And I actually contemplated ending the podcast at 500, but I can't. I am so close to where I'm supposed to be that I have to keep on fighting. I got so many people around me like Maj and the Urban Sharpshooters and the 10th Cavalry Gun Club and all the new gun groups that are out there growing, fighting a good fight. You just need a little guidance, a little help, a little motivation, a little inspiration. I got friends like you still cheering me on and I'm trying to keep us all together because united we stand, divided we fall. I understand it more than anybody else that a house divided cannot stand. I believe I'm getting my second win. Yes, I am. I'm bringing the patch back. I sold or gave away the first 100, so I just had a limited number remade for you um, for sale to show the world all the cool people that follow me. If you want one, you can order yours today, and I'll get it to you as soon as they show up at blackmanwithagun.com forward slash patch. It's a three-by-three patch. And it says, Black Man with a Gun with Ken Blanchard. Yeah, you can have any patch that says Black Man with a Gun, but this one says with Ken Blanchard. This show is just for the cool people. Everybody can't take this. Everybody can't handle it. But I'm hoping that you can. We're going somewhere. This is a movement. Told you I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm about to redesign BlackManWithTheGun.com and some of the stuff that I've learned over the last three or four years I'm about to implement it this time around so soon and very soon you're about to see a dynamic site quick shout out to my friends Carrie and Barbara from the Women's Gun Show a cranking new podcast I just happened to be involved with the ladies are helping me keep BlanchardMediaGroup.com alive give me a chance to produce creating podcasts and editing also got a gun review coming up soon. I finally got my handgun qualification license from this socialist state of Maryland. And I soon to take possession of the pistol. I had to wait seven days waiting period plus three. So I'll have it after you hear about this show. But next week I'll be blasting the ammo that Arms Corps sent to me. Quick shout out to Ryan and to... Big shout out to Lou, Stefan, Steve, Lloyds, Kale, Marvin, Charlie, Brian, and you. Can't forget you. Thank you for listening, downloading, and supporting your brother. Don't forget to check out Maj's GoFundMe account at GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. I got some big projects coming up the pike that all of a sudden popped up this week, so I think my time is coming. want to leave you with a joke that you can tell your kids. What kind of guns do bees use? BB guns. Yeah, I know. It's corny. It's for kids. But I hope it makes you smile. And if you don't have a smile, I'll give you one of mine. This is your friend and brother, Ken Blanchard. And just in case nobody has told you this today, I love you. And there's not a darn thing you can do about it. Until next week. Shalom, baby. Until next time, friends. To keep in touch with Ken and his cause, head over to blackmanwithagun.com. And now for something completely different.
I don't know where you stand on hip hop, but here's an original composition from our guest this week, Maj Torre of Black Guns Matter, in his other persona as an entertainer, a performer, a rapper. Mistake or misshape, these words I create Intricately woven for you to get great See, I spit it for one reason only, homie For you to show me how quick you could learn Got to know me Whether my CD in your hands from your man Or that bootleg stand Here in my jam, part of a huge plan You can In the birth matrix by your choice Like you can stop the CD now and block my voice And if you do stop then the time's through, and at this time here, this path ain't for you. But if you still vibing, here's tools to master your plane. Cause ignorance leave the stretch jumps in front of trains. Nobody told them, hey, there you rise to get your pockets swollen. No, the day you gon' meet these five assholes. Look for them, embrace. Life is not a race. Interactions is lessons, no matter what the case. Perspective. So the jerk driving slow to cars ahead. Held you up enough to miss the crash way by dead. Change of view. Responsible party is you. God and the devil both do what you tell them to. It's metaphors. Insight, taste, meals, touch life. Never smell the feet. You are the light. When my touch your first five senses, it's obvious you plant the six seed of wisdom on world's consciousness. Hear words, see sight, taste, meals, touch life. Never smell the feet. You all the light, when my touch your first five senses, it's obvious you plant the six seed of wisdom on world's consciousness. You did not expect me to sit on the block and ride, so my caucus you could stand over cackle and plot. On my next generation, this adversity I'm facing will never break me. I'm a different situation, different agenda, boy. Ain't no hiding my body so you could rejoice. Like the issue is Good Friday, I'm resurrected. The Bible tells you told all wrong, can't harm me, cause they was my stories all along. I know you, more importantly, I know who I be. Many attributes, simply the G-O-D. Cosmic Christ, Buddha, Shiva, the rightful ruler, Orishas, demons, and angels, package none smoother. The embodiment of everything, wherever you went. And as I manifest the false prophets, all repent. Kneel to the true Lord while I crush the pagan gods. All praises due to true and living. My name is Mars. Hear words, see sight, taste meals, touch life, never smell defeat. You are the light. Homage, touch your first five senses. It's obvious you plant the sixth seed of wisdom on world's consciousness. Hear words, see sight, taste meals, touch life, never Never smell the feet, you are the light. When my touch your first five senses, it's obvious you plant the six seed of wisdom on world's consciousness. I'm all existence, coded in my genetics. Whatever your religion, read your scrolls right, it says it. Self created, self fueled lately. We self destruct, self challenge, break down to build self back up. You question your purpose, causing chaos to reign. Bringing balance to your peaceful half, yet one and the same. Yin yang, not the Kunin twins. The balance within, there'll never be a last of like Moricans and Mexicans. Next to Ken's eternity, rulers, clocks, disgrace. I am the father of time and space. Section of supreme balance meant never straight fall. Never lost, cause where I go, there I are. I are you, you are me. We are a combo of light and sound frequencies. It's all matter to me, can't rattle me, cause I am the one. A birthday thing, that's why I call you my son. See sight, taste meals, touch life, never smell defeat. You are the light. Homage, touch your first five senses. It's obvious you plant the six seed of wisdom on world's consciousness. Hear words, see sight, taste meals, touch life, never smell defeat. You 
all the light. With my touch first five senses, it's obvious you plant the sixth seed of wisdom on world's consciousness.